Welcome to a, another edition of the N1 with EJ Podcast. I'm your host, Ernest EJ Christian. This is episode number five of N1. We are off and running. Got, glad for you guys listen to this podcast. Of course, this show you can find on the Huddle Up Podcast uh, Network feed, Huddle Up Podcast LLC, <laughs> what you want to call that. Glad to be here with you guys. Of course, we go every we go weekly. We go 10, 15, maybe 20 minutes. Today could be today might be on the longer side. We'll see. Um, but this is a quick, you know, in and out. Uh, basically, my five observations in the NBA on a weekly basis. Just checking to see the things that are sparking my interest right now. And I got a couple things I want to touch on today on the show. Of course, if you want to follow my all my other work, you can follow me on on Twitter at ejchristian7 um, on there as well, so you can see I actually uh, um, finally uh, caved in and did a no, I don't say caved in, whatever. Um, I uh, made a link tree for all my work. I have a lot of stuff I'm doing. I, I I got actually a lot of podcasts to do. I have my own podcast like slash network. Want to call that? Ernest Speaking Media, Ernest Speaking Podcast, of course, Ernest Speaking Unfiltered Podcast. Um, I have a, I actually have another basketball show that I that I co-host with my friends uh, Zach and Chris called In the Paint. That we're actually re, we're actually relaunching, or should I say, dusting off season two this week. Um, you can check all that out on any podcast catcher as well too. Um, we love wrestling. I have um, also uh, I'm one fourth of the Takes Wrestling Podcast. As well as a, I do a retrospective wrestling podcast called the Wrestling Retrospective, of course, very original, <laughs> which, which I'm also looking on dusting off after uh, almost a year of not doing that uh, sometime in the next couple of weeks. So again, go to my social media, go to my link tree on the social media, there's a link there, and all my work, you can, you can follow my social medias, you can follow my podcast, all that, just check it out, man, a lot, that's going on there. Okay, so here are this week's five observations in the NBA that I see fit right now. Number one, we just got news. Kevin Durant will be out for two to four weeks with a, uh, I like a sprained MCL. Um, the injury is not as is not as uh, serious as one thought, but he'll be out for two to four weeks. And it's 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 strange because you know obviously the Nets have been playing absolutely great basketball. I said on the show last week that uh, Jacques, Jacques Vaughn, uh, Nets coach, should be is, is my coach of the year right now currently for what he has done, um, turning that dumpster fire. That the team that was delivering dumpster fire in, in in October, with the Kyrie stuff, yeah, as you know, we have to we have to rehash that again. Uh, ben Simmons not being out of the lineup, not being you know working on chemistry there. Steve Nash, of course, and you know he gets canned, of course. And I mean, first off, the rumors—if you believe the rumors—I mean, they 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 want Emi Adoka as the coach, but they went to Jock Vaughn, and Jock Vaughn has done nothing but calm the ship, calm the waters. And now the Nets have the second best record in basketball. Okay, the number two in the East right now, currently, as is recording. But Kevin Durant being out is going to hurt a little bit. Okay, especially in a, in, a, in a conference right now, Eastern Conference right now is pretty tight on top. You got Boston one, Brooklyn two, Milwaukee three, and separated by what a couple games. And then Cleveland number four, not far behind. You know, Philadelphia is playing playing good basketball too as well. So anytime you miss a star player for a few games, whatever, or a, a, a substantial amount of time, of course, you know that could hurt. But this is also an opportunity for one Kyrie Irving to really, you know, if if Kyrie Irving wants to be in Brooklyn long term, if the Nets have any sort of like inkling of wanting to keep this guy long term, because I, I I still say that because of all the distractions he's had, he's brought to the team the last couple of years, that I believe the Nets are still done with him, barring winning an NBA championship this year. However, since coming back from that suspension, 
Um, uh, Kyrie Irving has been a great citizen. He has been very quiet. He has he's played good basketball. He's fit in well, and that's a winning games. So now, with this latest string of a uh, of a uh, not controversy but um, challenges here ahead now, can Kyrie Irving be the leader that he says he is? This is a great opportunity for Kyrie Irving to really stamp stamp that you know I'm here. I'm on distraction. I'm here to play basketball. You know, and uh, you know, and I think if he does that in the next two to four weeks, you know, I think. And that's when games on top of that too, or at least stay, stay the state of course. Um, that will go a long way to, uh, you know, really helping Kyrie Irving and uh, his future with Brooklyn if he so so decides to want to stay there moving forward. So something to look at in the next couple of weeks is Kyrie Irving's uh, uh, performance and behavior in the next couple of weeks in Brooklyn. All right, number two, number two um, observation here. Uh, we have an NBA All Star voting update here. Um, that, I know I'm dropping another one. I think tomorrow or, or Thursday. Um, this is from about, a, about less than a week because we obviously we did this podcast last Tuesday um, or last Wednesday rather, and um, we um, the, the, these 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 numbers came out after we recorded the podcast. But right now, LeBron James is the, is the uh, all overall vote getter, a leader vote getter with over thirty one million three million one hundred thousand votes. Um, so right now, the front court. I'm 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 not going to go through the whole thing here. I'm just getting my top three or top four front courts, maybe just top five. Western Conference front court: LeBron, Nikola Jokic, Anthony Davis, Antonio Wilson, Andrew Wiggins in the top five in the front court in the West. In the the guards in the West, top five: Steph Curry, Luka Doncic, John Morant, SGA, Sean Gildas Alexander in OKC, of course, and Clay Thompson in 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 the West as well. The East Eastern Conference front court uh, leaders uh, in vote getting right now currently top five: you got Kevin Durant, Giannis Antetokounmpo. Joel Embiid, Jason Tatum, and Jimmy Butler, uh, and then the guards in the East as well. Kyrie Irving once again, uh, Donovan Mitchell, J- James Harden, Jalen Brown, and Trey Young. So that's, that's right now your leaders right now for uh, the NBA All Star voting update. As, and like I said, they're, they're going to drop another one. I think um, January twelfth, I believe, is what they said. So that, I think that's Thursday, if I'm mistaken. That's Thursday. They're dropping the next uh, batch of updated voting voting right now. Of course, as you know. The voting works out where it's, it's in thirds. It's third for coaches, fans, and um, players. Coaches, fans, and players, assassins, executives. Yeah, I think I think I think exactly. I'm not sure exactly what that one. Coaches, fans, and players. Yes, is uh, how they vote. How they decide who the all stars are. Um, so those are really really no surprises here. To be honest, if you think about it. Um, like I said, I, I I think what I what stands out to me here, I love the I love the love that Nicole Jokic is getting on on a national level now, being number two in the front court, you know, even over guys like you know, AD and you know and and uh, uh you know Kawhi and you know guys of that nature because Jokic is just having a fantastic year. No, Jokic right now is my MVP, and if, if I had a vote today, I vote for MVP, and he would win the third his third MVP if I had, if I had my way. That's this is my opinion here, of course. So that's let's look at it right now. All right, third observation here. Despite their record right now, as this recording, I believe the Warriors are twenty and twenty. They're at five hundred. Let me check this out real quick to make sure I get this right. Um, they are, yeah, yeah, five hundred. Um, and I think they play tonight as well too. Um, so obviously we'll have an update on that. Um, yeah, they play, they play uh, Phoenix tonight. The struggling Suns. Um, despite the record, I I think it's it's too soon to count on the Warriors. In the West, and as the West, also as the NBA title contender, and I still say they are because obviously they have had Steph Curry's been out for a little while now. Um, we don't, we don't know when's come back, uh, but you know, 
the West is wide open, as, as I've been saying. The West Conference is wide open. Like, you have Denver, you have New Orleans, you have Memphis in the top of the conference, but then you have a big cluster in between, between 4 and 12. Like, even the Lakers right now are not, not that far off from the play in now. They've been playing good basketball. So there's no, there, there are no runaways in the Western Conference. And I believe, now, here's, here's the thing that, if you're a Warriors fan, this is, what, this is what scares me. Like, at home, they're a fantastic team. They're an all-star level team, unbeatable team at home. On the road, they're literally a G League team. They're terrible on the road. I, I, I don't understand the, the, the big discrepancy between that and that. Like, I, I, I don't understand, how, how, I don't understand how, how, how they are that bad at home. That I have not figured out yet. But anyway, I still think if they're healthy by April, and they're in the playoff situation. They can be the sixth seed. They can be a playing seven, eight seed. I think they will be a problem no matter what. And I think if you, if you, you know, you're, let's say the Warriors are six seed and they play New Orleans first round, the right there is the most dangerous six seed in the history of NBA basketball. So the Warriors are not going to be an issue. You know, Andrew Wiggins has come back now. He missed 15 games. He's back. Um, like I said, they get, they're going to get healthy at the right time. And if they stay healthy by the end of April, I still think you look at the West. You look at my top teams in the West. I think Golden State's still in, still in the conversation of being a top contender. You're looking at Denver, you're looking at obviously Memphis and teams of that nature. Um, Golden State's still in the mix. That's 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 just what I believe. I believe the Warriors are still going to be a problem moving forward. All right, number uh, number four. Number four. LeBron James wants the Lakers to do something. Now the Lakers. Now prior to last night losing to Denver um, on the road without LeBron, by the way, for record. Um, uh. The Lakers have been playing good basketball about Anthony Davis, which has been fantastic. Which has just been very, very shocking. Um, but Lake, but Le- LeBron wants the Lakers to do more, make a trade. He 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 was quoted as saying that you know what the fuck I want. You know, basically, let's get this going. This kind of thing to the to the, to the effect of that. Um, I don't disagree with LeBron on that making a move, but again, the way this team was constructed. And granted, I believe Rob Polinka, general manager, does deserve most of the blame for this. You know, because again, ultimately, it comes down to him. Roster development comes comes down to him. But LeBron made his bet here. Like, I I don't know what other move you can make at this point now. I mean, you had the team. First off, you had you had the team two years ago that won a title. Now, granted, it was in the bubble, but two years ago won a championship. Okay, and or three years ago rather now. 2023 now. I'm still getting used to the years. <laughs> um, the one championship in 2020, 2020 bubble. And, you know, you had that team in place. Okay. And that was a title team. And you literally broke it up immediately because of whatever reasons, you know, I don't know, was it salary cap, whatever it be. So you had pieces in place. You, you, you let all the pieces, you know, Kyle Kuzma go and Alex Caruso go. Those guys would, would be immaculate on this team right now. Now, these players have been playing pretty well. These dual players have been playing very well as of late. But at the same time, you know, this is LeBron's bed. You know, when you when you pay max dollars to uh, LeBron James and max dollars to AD in a salary cap league, and then you bring Russell Westbrook, who we all knew was was not going to be the best fit because of how he plays and the cha- the chaotic of his, of his play, you got to share blame for this too. Also, so yeah, the, the Lakers should make moves, but what's left? What, what what's the last chip left for the Lakers to use? Is those draft picks from twenty twenty seven, twenty twenty nine? Now, if I'm Lakers, do I use those trips, those 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 uh picks to move? Honestly, I would because you this is the last your best chance to win the title right now is probably still this year because the West Conference is wide open, and it includes the Lakers too. Well, I'll talk about you know Lakers being you know underwhelming and stuff, record you know sub 500 all that because the West is wide open. 
I believe the, the Lakers can't be counted out completely either. So if you can make a move to get another star-ish player, another key contributor, that can be that can go a long way for, for the Lakers. So while I agree with LeBron in theory, again, LeBron has to acknowledge that he is part of the problem here too as well. And final number five, my last thing of, 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 of this episode, number five, the fifth episode. Um, I, I, I think I'll do this every month now. I think I'll do one of these, another one of these in February. I'm going to give my NBA League Pass rankings, although these five teams that I enjoy the most to watch, I enjoy watching on League Pass the most, I'm not going to rank these. These are, these are just my five favorite teams I've watched so far in January that I enjoy watching um, play basketball. Um, so it's not an order here. Oh, that should rank them, really. But I guess these could be ranked. I, I guess these could kind of be. You know what? Let me, let me see if I rank these real quick. Um, yeah, you know what? I'll, I'll, this is my rankings. Number five for me is the Indiana Pacers. And mainly because of Tyrese Halliburton. That dude is a is a stud. I hope he gets the All-Star game. I don't know if he will get in, but um, Tyrese Halliburton has been fantastic. The Pacers are the sixth seed in the, in the Eastern Conference right now currently. Um, and who would have thought the Pacers would have been a play-in team, playoff team, a play-in team, let alone a playoff team, honestly, right now through halfway through the, through the year. I'm, it's stunning right now how good this team has been this year. Number four, the New Orleans Pelicans. Of course, the return of Zion Williamson. You know, they'll get Brandon Ingram back soon, and all that. Um, the uh, Pelicans. In fact, I think I think Ingram is back. If I'm not mistaken, Let me make sure of that. Yeah, he's not back yet, but they're still winning games even despite not having him or Zion right now in the lineup, which is very impressive. Um, but they're fun to watch. They're absolutely fun to watch, and they're going to be one of the big wild cards in the, in the West this year. I still think they're a year away because a lot of maturity done there, of course. But again, when you have a wide open West. Anything's possible. Uh, third favorite team to watch League Pass is the Sacramento Kings. Man, this team is fun to watch. They are currently the five seed in the Western Conference. Um, and, um, you know, watching you know, Sabonis and, and, and De'Aaron Fox and those guys, those dudes out there, um, I really enjoy this team. I, I, I've watched, I've actually made it a point if I, if I have the opportunity to stay up late because <coughs> I don't like staying too late to make sure I watch all the West Coast, West, Western uh, Conference games late at night. It's been a challenge lately to do that. It's been a challenge for me to stay up late to watch basketball, but if if they're on, I make sure I watch them as well too because it's t- absolutely fun to watch. Number two, the Denver Nuggets. This is easy. Nikola Jokic, of course, my um, current MVP, and this team feels different than than previous Nuggets teams, of course. So, but yeah, they're fun to watch. And you know, Michael Porter Jr. and Jamal Murray and you know, high scoring team. They got, they got got a nice nice uh, run of, of players that can score baskets and all that. Um, you know, so you know that they're fun to watch, and to me, they're like they're, they're my West leader right now you know, in terms of the finals, West Finals. Uh, um, uh, not leader, but you know, prediction. I, I think I, I feel like this this is, this is the year for Denver to get into the finals finally to crack the crack the code finally. It feels that way. It feels it feels like a a different team this year. It feels like a different Jokic, especially this year too. And find them one team. I I, I have to I have to give it to you for all the drama. The Brooklyn Nets are still fun to watch. Kevin Durant, like I said, is one of my favorite players to watch of all time. Kyrie Irving is absolutely box office. I don't ever miss Nets. The Nets are on. I don't. I hardly miss miss Nets games. Obviously, um, like I said, they're they're a fun team to watch, and they play defense now too. They, they actually improve on defense. And again, a credit to Jacques Vaughn. A credit to Jacques Vaughn for doing a grand, uh, a fantastic job. He's right now my coach of the year. If I had a vote right now, of course, got a long time ago for that. Um, but. The Nets are, are, like I said, box office. Ben Simmons on defense. You know, like I said, KD, Kyrie, those boys doing the damn thing. Um, so yeah, my Nets. The Nets are um, 
my, my favorite team right now still to watch on League Pass. So again, five Pacers, four Pelicans, three Kings, two Nuggets, one the Nets. And that is it for this week's edition of N1 with EJ. Again, check out my uh, social media, um, EJ Christian 7 on Twitter, check out Linktree. You, you can get all my work there, all of my work, blogs, podcasts, socials, you name it. Um, until then, um, we'll be back next week with another edition of N1. We'll be the sixth episode. Wow, we're already, we're already five episodes into this thing. I can't believe it. But having a good time doing it. All right, guys, take it easy. God bless y'all. And until next week.